Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. Welcome everybody to Fat Guys with Smokers. We are back in studio today after venturing into the brave world of travel podcast. Yes, I'm excited to be back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We learned a lot rough. on that last one, so <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us. Um, I know the audio sucked more than mildly, but uh, we learned a lot. It was still fun. Like, Oh yeah, it was different and... The, the old lady buying fire starters and matches or whatever she bought. Yeah. I'm still a little concerned about that. Right. Somebody needs to, needs to call somebody about that. No. But, um, yeah, so we're in the studio. We're probably, I'm going to say we're going to do one more episode maybe in the studio. Mm-hmm. And then we're upgrading. We're upgrading. We're getting a legit studio. Which means, Haley, we love you. She's giving up her craft room. So that we can make this a little more professional. It's been fun. Can you believe we're like 17 or 18 episodes in? Yeah, it's pretty wild. And I was saying today is the first day I've come to do the podcast that I did not have to scrape my windows. We're, so, we're winning. <laughs> this finally. Is, this is funny. Haley yesterday told me that we need to stop talking about the weather. Oh, um, Because rude. it makes us sound like old men. <laughs> well. To which I told her... We are old men. Yeah. We've reached that point in our life where we either have to go super deep on World War II mm-hmm. or start smoking meat. And it's true. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> Do we talk about the weather every time? Apparently, every time we start the episode, we talk <laughs> about the weather. I think it's mostly because we've been in this like state of season- seasonal depression. Oh, no um, kidding. Which, I mean, it like we got 18 inches of snow this week. Yeah. I had all these plans. It's been spring break. I had all week off work. I had all these plans. I was going to experiment with some cooks and stuff. And it snowed like, what, six to eight inches on Monday. And I was just super depressed and done. So yeah. uh, I don't know if depressed is the right word. I lacked motivation. I was still pretty happy with my life, but yeah, I didn't want to do anything. Yeah, no, on April 4th, it was like wide out blizzard conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to cancel a bunch of drives over spring break, so, yeah. which is wild. I went down to Salt Lake on Tuesday, um, and that was the worst I had ever seen the canyon. Mm. Like, we went full wide out as you were coming up the summit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even snowing when we left, um, but as we went from dry lake to the summit, we went, and it was a full wide out for about five seconds. I couldn't even see the end of the Jeez. end of the hood. That's crazy. Yeah. So, well, I'm, now exci- we've officially... I'm excited for it to be over. I'm also excited for the reservoirs this summer. Yeah, it'll be good. We've got a lot of water. Hopefully, it doesn't come too fast. But we just spent five minutes talking about the weather. After I'm okay with it. All right, you got to justify it to your wife. So, yep. My so. wife never listens anymore, so she's given up on us. <laughs> just kidding. You're gonna Love get you, so much heat for that, dude. <laughs> she is. She is a very very avid listener so oh. and critic which i appreciate so we've got a uh, let's do let's do a shout out i'm excited yeah. about i've i learn a lot from other people yes um most of the shout outs we've done have been about other guys in the barbecue community mm-hmm. which 
I feel very knowledgeable about cooks and like different cuts of like how the meat is going to react in the cooker. Uh-huh. I've probably learned more new knowledge, not just like enhancing knowledge from mm-hmm. this group than any other account I follow. Yeah. So I stumbled across these guys when I was uh, getting ready to butcher a deer. Um, and I, you know, I had my brother-in-law is avid outdoorsman and he basically was going to walk me through everything, but I wanted to not be an idiot. And so I, I started watching their videos and man, they're the bearded butchers, uh, very, very educational. Like they have a whole fall. Like I started watching their stuff and now it's like on my, I don't know, my TikTok or my Instagram reel. I don't know. Their stuff comes up all the time and they, I didn't realize that they have like a whole brand of seasonings and rubs and stuff like that. Uh, I have just been watching their butchering. So reading their bio, they they started uh, White Feather Farms, uh, just kind of a bison ranch over in Ohio. Uh, and they started butchering their own bison and then it just kind of grew into this huge thing. And so, uh, but they show videos of, okay, here's where this comes from. And they'll pull half a half a beef off of the hook and then cut cut the meat and show you where everything comes from like it's pretty awesome and i really like it and i'm kind of excited to try some of their rubs because like i say i I didn't even know that was a thing i've just been watching their videos on how to cut meat and how to butcher whatever they butcher everything so yeah i had no idea they had rubs until you mentioned that as we were getting ready for the show yeah yeah i think i saw some i can't even remember where i saw it but i'd like to like to get a couple and just try them out. But anyway, Bearded Butcher, check them out. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I'm sure, all the things. I don't actually know if they have a Twitter. I don't really understand Twitter, but uh, I think they have everything. So I think everyone's scared of Twitter right now. Like, who knows what Elon's going to do? <laughs> he uh, started charging for blue check marks this week, and I don't remember who it was. Someone pretty popular was like, no, nah, it's cool. I don't know. Most of those words that you said, what's a blue check mark? Uh, it's a verified check mark. Oh, okay. So yeah. you used to just yeah. like have to like be someone worth like that. The platform felt like verifying and being able to say like, yes, this really is Mike Bohm, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to me who created a, a Mikey Bohm account and right. was trying to spoof being you. Okay. And that was free. It, it was free. And like you had to, kind of earn it like grow on the platform and be worth now uh now you just pay a fee i think so now could somebody trying to impersonate somebody else pay a fee and then get the verified check mark i don't know how like what the requirement i think you've got to show id or something so it's all kind of you still have to earn it but you have to yeah i mean it's it's on the top of our account like get verified and Hmm. i don't know you want a blue check mark i don't know i don't really understand twitter so I understand Maverick. I do understand Maverick. Adventures first stop, everybody. And hey, how great was National Burrito Day? Did you go hit that up? No, what? Oh, when? yeah. Thursday, I, I think? I hate myself. Are you was serious? National Burrito Day and Maverick had 50% off burritos. Man, I've just been in a spring break coma. so That's right. I just I did finger guns rarely, at the camera. That was awesome. I I enjoyed it. I did too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Bearded Butcher... Go check them out. You will learn a ton, especially about the different cuts of meat and where it is and um, 
how things connect to each other, which has mm-hmm. been probably the most interesting part for me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really pretty cool. Check them out. Um, but we got, we have a menagerie of things to talk about today. We do. We got, it's a whole that's hodgepodge a, of show notes. That that's we're a 12 try point to word on Scrabble. I liked it. Yeah. Hit the springs, make it ring. I like it. Yeah. Um, so we did big cook last week. Mm-hmm. feels like forever ago. It does. Um, we cooked what viewers, <laughs> listeners, how you many were all there? How many pork shoulders did we cook? Yeah. I, we did what 16, I think. Yeah, I think eight each is what we got. Yeah, yeah, eight each. How'd uh, how'd it go? You you broke up. Oh, I want to say Betty Rosie. Rosie's, Rosie's what, we, what decided. we decided. Yep, uh, I did. And man, I learned a lot. Like, we we had talked about doing like a, a test cook the week before. Yeah, Mike like went girl cook. I can't tell you how nervous I was <laughs> I the, the whole time. So uh for anyone who hasn't been following along, uh Rosie is Mike's new offset. Mm-hmm. Rosie the Riveters with the name and Yep. Smoke and pork's her game, I guess. Yeah. I mean so far that's all she's done and she did a great job. So Yeah, but he Mike went full send <laughs> I did on that. a big cook for <laughs> 200 people um and cooked for the first time on what'd you learn i mean tell us a little bit about it yeah so i mean i i didn't i i did not do a test cook and so i just sent it and honestly i don't think i have a grill that would have fit eight pork butts uh so it kind of out of necessity slash i just really wanted to do it so uh a couple of things that I've learned. Well, first, I didn't get a lot of sleep. Um, I mean, I set an alarm for like every 45 minutes. And I'd get up and stoke the fire and go back to sleep. And I'd come out a couple times and my fire was like almost out. Like the temp dropped down to like 150. And it was like, oh my gosh. Um, but I was telling John, I kind of just assumed that it would be similar to cooking on my drum. Where... Uh, the meat is directly above the coals. And so the coals provide all the heat for the cooking. And then you sprinkle some wood chips or chunks on the coals for some flavor. Uh, and so that's kind of how I treated it. Like I'd go out, I'd shovel, I used like three bags of lump charcoal and I'd go out and I'd shovel a couple scoops of lump charcoal in and throw a, uh, we bought that little bundle of, of logs at, at, uh, the pit stop while yeah, we were on our pit stop while we were on our uh, adventure, um, and it was not enough wood. So really, what I learned was where I expected the heat to mostly be coming from the coals and the wood to just be from flavor. In order for it to really travel and get up to temp and have that draft going, uh, you got to have a flame. You got to have a constant flame, and so. I did not have, I figured this out at like 6 a.m. the next morning when I'm freaking out because uh, my pork butts are sitting at like 150. They haven't even hit the stall yet. And we we ate at what, noon? Yeah. They had to be done by 1130-ish to kind of get everything done. So, so I wrapped them in foil and then I grabbed, I had burned through my pecan uh, splits they did not last very long. And so I grabbed a couple of bags of chunks that I used on my drum and I started throwing those in. 
So I'd throw like three or four chunks in every 45 minutes and it made a big difference. Um, and so it was stressful. It, it, it turned out okay. I mean, you could kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't the best um, pork butts that I've ever done, but you could taste the flavor and I it was they were, good. I thought they were really good and you could taste more smoke on those than, than you could on mine for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, that was probably one of the most like interesting comparisons for me was like, here's pellet grill. And I mean, I've got a pretty big smoker. I've got an Ironwood 885. Mm-hmm. Um, there was nothing else going in that grill. Like it was completely loaded. Um, and then we had the stuff from your stick burner and yours was, it was a much more pronounced smoke flavor. Mm-hmm. Which was super cool. Yeah, and I didn't feel like it was bitter or too smoky necessarily, no, no. but yeah, no, yeah, it was, it was good, and it, and that is kind of a cool comparison because we prepared them and used the same, like the same pork, the same seasoning, and everything. I did yep. notice yours had a prettier color when you pulled the foil off, but then we shredded them anyway, so it's not like anybody would see it. But yeah, um, well, it, and you wrapped yours. I did. I I didn't have to wrap mine. Oh, maybe that's what. Yeah, so that saved That's some true. of my bark. That would that would take bark down a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it was a blast. I've learned that I need to procure an exorbitant amount of wood uh, if I'm going to continue cooking on this, which I am because it's a blast. I will say, though, for all of the work, I don't know that it would be worth, obviously, um, yeah, if like you were throwing... Doing, if you were doing one pork shoulder? Yeah, one pork shoulder. I don't, I don't know that it would be worth it, but... For a big amount or maybe even a brisket, you know, because it's a little bit bigger, I think it'd be worth it. And it's a lot more. It was it was very fun. Like, I was into it. I was telling my wife, yeah, I didn't get a lot of sleep, but this is, like, this is what I'm into. Like, I was pretty excited about it, uh, frustrated at times, but, like, it, overall, it was a cool experience, but I learned a lot. And I feel like the next time will just be significantly better so that's awesome yeah but i was i was glad to do it did you run into any issues or problems um no i mean no issues no problems like we've talked about this a thousand times at least like it's just the convenience of the pellet grill Mm -hmm. like came home and Haley and i were laughing about this the first pork shoulder i ever trimmed I think I spent 90 minutes trimming it. Oh, really? Like trying to get that like fat cap down to like a perfect quarter inch all the way around. And, mm-hmm. you know, on the bottom side, there's there's a spot where there's always some, you know, veins and stuff that really trying to get all of that out. And, you know, all the surface, silver skin, anything that's there. Like I spent forever on that first pork shoulder. Mm. I came home, cleaned, cleaned my grill because, of course, I hadn't done that ahead of time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Started it and trimmed and seasoned eight pork shoulders and had them on in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, um, like it's always funny. Like when I do these big cooks, like, and I look at how fast I go now compared that practice really does have a big piece there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the thing that I forget about when I do really big cooks and just like cram my smoker full is how much more fuel you burn through. Mm. Like, the the ironwood's got a really big hopper on it. Like, I can get 20, 25 pounds or mm-hmm. so in in the hopper, and 
even in the dead of winter, like I throw a welding blanket over the top of it and I don't even really need to do that, but like I'll burn through half a pellet over, or half a, a hopper overnight. Mm-hmm. I went through a hopper and a half um, on that cook and it was, they went for, I don't know, 16 hours. Did you kind of anticipate that? Like, did you get up early to put more pellets in or? No, I, I didn't like, I had completely neglected that piece of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I always fill it up right before I go to bed, just like out of habit. Right. Um, but when I got up at six the next morning, because the dog wanted to go out and take care of a few things, uh, I like opened it up and I was like, Oh, we're like down to the last third of the hopper. Like I, mm. so I ran over and grabbed a, grabbed another bag of pellets from my dad's place and just, uh, filled it up. And it's a, it ran fine. It was great, and mm-hmm. just like we we wanted, we said we wanted um on at about six. I think I put them on at six thirty, and I uh, pulled them off at. I think I turned the grill down at like ten thirty to keep warm and let them rest, and mm. threw them in foil pans and went over to the church. We went. I couldn't believe how long it took. Like I'm just, I guess most of my cooks have been over the drum, which I feel like just cooks everything. A little hotter and a little faster. Um, yeah. But it took every bit of 16, 16 and a half hours maybe for my my butts to come up. And I mean, really I was just going for feel. I was checking the temperature, but I was mostly just going for that tender feel with the pro. Yeah. So, but yeah, it took 16 and some hours. Yeah. The, so. Yeah. It, that part didn't surprise me. Hmm. The fuel consumption surprised me and, but. Yeah, it was just it was a fun cook. The we were talking about this a little bit. The only thing I don't like about doing these big pork cooks is by the time I'm done cooking this much pork, and then we went over and we shredded pork for forty five minutes or an hour or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like one sandwich. And I was like, "Yep, I'm done with That's pork. I don't, I, I don't want to smell it. I don't want to shred it. I don't want to think about it." I brought a bunch home and I ended up just taking it to my dad's and being like, hey, try this. Because I, yeah, I had been smelling that that deliciousness and that seasoning we used and just, yeah, I just kind of had enough. Yeah, I was. Before it even had any. <laughs> that's, that's the only problem with pork. Everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and it's easy and it's, it was so cheap. So we did 240 sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And like they were healthy sandwiches. Oh They're, yeah, we didn't skimp. Yeah, yeah. Um, Two hundred and forty sandwiches, and then we probably had. I'm trying to think. I, I think I vacuum packed ten pounds, and we probably sent another five, five to ten. Like we probably, we were probably two pork shoulders too much. Mm-hmm. Um. But I would rather be there than short, right? Yeah, so for sure. Um <laughs> it was three hundred and thirty bucks. Like Yeah, it, that blew my mind. It is incredibly cheap and it's really good and it's like fast, fun, and easy to mm-hmm. to feed a ton of people. So yeah, a ton of people. It was kind of a cool little activity we did too. We just had people like it was between sessions of of general conference. So a lot of people, I mean most of our listeners know 
what that is, but it's just kind of a, a annual me- or semi-annual meeting for our church. And so we just had people drive over in between. We didn't have time for a huge sit down thing. And people just came, told us how many they wanted. Like it was a really cool yeah, little it, activity that, that you guys put together. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Like that's the second time we've done it. I hope we keep doing it just because it's mm-hmm. like, it's fast and it's fun. Well, and I think the idea was that people could kind of tailgate in the parking lot and and kind of have fun, but it was so freaking cold. Yeah, and the weather sucked. Yeah, yeah. The last time we did this, it was, thing was it cool. was a lot warmer, and people did they like parked around and like chatted, and it was a fun time. Yeah. So anyway, cool, cool experience, cool yeah. experience for me. This is the biggest cook that I've ever done, so I learned a lot, had a good time with it. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. But um, we're coming up on on another kind of big meal holiday mm-hmm. on Sunday. It's Easter. Yeah. What uh, what are you cooking? Well, I uh, I'm cooking pork shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cooking for my family, and uh, you know we. Sorry, Mama Bone. Yeah. I I I set this up poorly. <laughs> well, my mother is very traditional, and she wanted to do a ham. And she was like, I don't even like ham, but it's just traditional. Uh, and I've done a double smoked ham before for Easter, and it, it was fine. But um, I guess, I don't know, talking to my sisters or whatever, they just decided, let's just do pulled pork. So I'm doing the same thing that we did last week. I'll probably try some different rubs, and I am doing it on the pellet grill because I want to be present for Easter and not covered in black soot trying to tend to... <laughs> Tend to pellet grill. Or, oh, uh, come on, yeah, Mike. Offset, I guess. Hey, there's still the option. I told like, just cook a brisket and show up with him. Be like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I think this one so got a little funny. overdone. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is the best pulled pork I've ever had. <laughs> no. It, and, I mean, mama's foot in the bill. So, I'm just like, all right, yeah, whatever you want to do. So, not as exciting, but it'll still be good. Oh, so. it'll be great. What about you? I'm excited to hear about what you're what what's going on with yes you? i mean we're doing double smoked ham like we all we really like ham well we're gonna do that raspberry glaze that i did a couple of weeks ago um which will inevitably mean this week we do monte crisco sandwiches oh yeah which i'm pretty i'm not gonna lie i mean ham's good on like the sunday meal mm. it's way better on leftovers no i like, love a i love a ham sandwich that is from leftover ham. Yep. Ham sandwiches, uh the uh ham sandwiches. You watch Duck Dynasty ever? It's been a long time. <laughs> um and I'm not gonna lie, like I love like ham and beans. Take the take the ham bone and mm. cook it with beans and man, good stuff. Uh but no what I'm excited about is I think I think it was Meat Church. I think it was uh, that sounds right. I think it was Mr. Pittman who started this one going a little little viral. But we're gonna do these deep fried deviled eggs that I'm just like pumped to give a try. Now I know that I've seen this video, but I need a description of what's happening here. All right, so deviled eggs, like right. I don't need to explain that concept, no. right? Um, you but before <clears throat> you fill them. Which I, I could go on a little bit of like a soapbox rant here. Like I really don't like hard boiled eggs because that yolk just like it gets in your mouth and it just like coats everything. Mm-hmm. Almost like it's a, chalky. Yeah, it's a gross, nasty film that I don't know why 
people love them the way they love them. I'm a fan, but go on. Um, so I like deviled eggs because you get to whip them up with a little mayo or dressing or something and mm-hmm. add some zip there. Um, but before you fill them, you take the egg whites, uh, dredge them in flour, egg wash, panko, and you deep fry the egg white. Oh, wow. So now you've got like a little breaded chicken nugget of a, of an egg white, and then you've put the filling in on top of that. Really? So maybe I haven't seen this video. It sounds pretty good though. Oh yeah. Huh. Have you done it before? Or is this kind of experimenting? No, we're yeah. Hmm. First time we've ever done it. So how are you going to deep fry it? Uh, I've got a little deep fryer. Of course you do. Nice. Yeah. Come on, Mike. You don't get to be one of the fat guys without having your own deep fryer. I do not have a deep fryer. I've almost bought one multiple times, but I do not have one. I I know what you're getting for Christmas now. (laughs) I'm not going to fight it. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's a, I don't know, little, maybe two quart fryer that, um, it's, it's fun every once in a while the like for a big game or something, Everybody will go and like you walk up and down the the frozen aisle at Walmart and someone gets taquitos and mini tacos and egg rolls and shrimp and you just fry it up and eat unhealthy for for a minute. Mm. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited to try. I uh, frying is normally like a real like chore and like it just makes a mess and it's a bunch of work and right. Then you've got oil that you can't really do anything with, and it just sits in the back of the fridge for a while. Mm-hmm. Is it like once you fried in oil, like all you do is fry with that oil? You don't do right. anything else. So we'll we'll see how it goes, but um, I'm excited. They look really good. Yeah, and I like the idea of getting like a little bit of a crunch in there with something that's normally yeah cold and slimy. Yeah, cold and slimy. <laughs> that nails it. I mean, that's a pretty good description. Yeah, but it, it's funny as I think about uh. <laughs> talking about all the fried food I eat. Um, I also ate something else this week that was <laughs> highly unhealthy um, for the oh. sake for the <laughs> yes. sake of the gram. Please um, tell us oh all about gosh. this. First of all, what were you thinking? Have you had any medication? What was going on? Hey man, this is like it's a it's a TikTok thing. Like I've seen it a couple of times. Oh really? I've this was not it. an original idea. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I was just like John. <laughs> What are you doing, man? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So, th- yeah, if you had that mindset, like the audio with Kevin going, <laughs> <laughs> talking about not failing his goal of eating more vegetables <laughs> because he ate none last year. Um, no, I, uh, yeah, we were at Costco where all of my great content comes from. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Uh, yeah. Uh, and kids wanted to have have dinner there, so everybody got pizza. Um, I guess we had a couple of hot dogs. I ordered an extra hot dog and rolled the hot dog up in my pizza. Oh, man. It was not great. <laughs> I was like, people on Instagram and TikTok are like, oh, it's actually pretty good. Like, it, it really wasn't. Like, maybe if it was an Italian sausage or, uh-huh. like, had some spice, but, like, a very strong all beef frank. Yeah. And, and like the grease from the pizza was like oh, just. Oh, dude. But um, <laughs> I got to. <laughs> I've got to find the comment. Oh. 
I've got, I want to make sure I get the quote right because, uh, it was funny. Make sure my volume's down so we don't blast this. Um, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, oh, man. I mean, I am not above trying new things, but that looked pretty gross. <laughs> hey, look, it was for the gram. It was yeah. purely for content, and you, you know what? It. it works. We we got some good attention for it. Well, good. Um, but my favorite was the first comment that came in was, nah, you better chill, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from somebody you know? No, I have no idea. It's uh, <laughs> that's L one awesome. man L. <laughs> nah, you better chill, big guy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I have no idea who this who this guy is, but he's he's right. It was it was not good. <laughs> I am I'm not ashamed that I did it. I will not be doing it again. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, to the 64 people that like this and the, you know, almost 2,600 people that watched the, the real. Thank you. I appreciate you. (laughs) His cardiologist will be thanking you later as well. (laughs) No joke. (laughs) So we were talking, I think I mentioned like I did a life insurance exam. Um, All of my numbers came back. Fantastic. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm fat. We get it like if you didn't know I was fat, go to the YouTube channel like you can see or you can just trust yeah. the fact that we it's, are not false advertisers. Yeah. Or you can just trust the name of our show that we're fat guys with smokers. Um, and like I've got all these opinions about BMI, my degrees in exercise science. Like I've got if you want to get me on like on a soapbox we can talk about bmi one day Mm -hmm. um because it's a load of crap and it made sense maybe 40 years ago for the one specific thing they were trying to do Mm. interesting it has nothing to do with overall health in my opinion um maybe directionally but there's a reason why we have so many other diagnostic tests to be able to figure out if someone's healthy or not Mm. um but they jacked my rates way up even though everything else was great and I was like kind of grumbling about it and Haley and I were talking about it. And then I looked at this reel and I was like, eh, <laughs> maybe they've got, some maybe they've points. got a point <laughs> as I'm like sitting there with like grease dripping oh, off of man. this piece of pizza. Um, oh man. Yeah. It was not good. Don't like kids. <laughs> Don't this it. is. This is evidence why you shouldn't try everything you see on the internet. Oh, shoot. I mean, at least it wasn't like Tide Pods or something, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. That is true. At least there was, I don't know. I don't know what to even I don't know. say. But um, but we can talk about something better that we tried this week. I was going to say, speaking of pizza, yeah. tell us what went on there. Larry, let me... Uh... Lubricate a a little bit. Yeah, let me have a sip of my libation. Mm -hmm. Trying something new. Uh, Charlie, who, my oldest, he's actually the star of this Instagram content, got me hooked on this with Cherry Coke. This is Cherry Coke Zero. Um, Little cream. It's delicious. Mm. But, uh, no, we we got Papa Murphy's pizzas. I think I talked about this, like, in passing one day um, when we were doing an episode. But I think everybody heard the story of 
I moved to Utah and I was like, why in the world am I ever going to buy Papa Mer- Like, I have to cook this. Like, All right. That's right. Because I was like, you didn't have... I just figured they were a national chain. I had never seen it before. Like, hmm. I don't even think like take and bake at Costco was like a big thing when we were growing up. Hmm. But I moved here and I was like, why is everyone so excited about this whole like cook your own pizza when I can go to Domino's and they'll do it for me. Right. For about the same price. Yeah. It's not like it's super cheap. Yeah. Um, then I bought a sm- uh, pellet grill. They're friggin' fantastic on the pe- pellet grill. Mm-hmm. But we just, we went, we bought a couple of pizzas and folded them in half, just like a book. Mm. How was that process? I mean, did you have stuff falling off or did you have to? No, I mean, like literally we, uh, we kind of creased the, like, if you're thinking about a clock, like we put a little bit of a crease at 12 and six, just with our thumbs so that that would be a natural fold point. On the cardboard thing? On the, yeah, on that baking dish. And then literally just like a book. See, this is why you should go check out our YouTube channel so you can see the hand actions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we just... Let the record show John just did this. Yeah, just like a book, slammed it closed. Hmm. And then had to be a little slow as you opened it up so that the... Do it this way so the camera can see. There we go. Um, <laughs> so that the dough would fall off of off the one side and stay down. Okay. And we made calzones. Like, that's all we did. We didn't add anything to it. Um, rolled the edges, pinched it closed. Um, I guess we did brush a little butter, garlic, herb on the top just to help it from burning and mm-hmm. kind of to brown up pretty. Put it out on the on the Traeger. It was 350 Probably went for about 25 minutes. Okay. And normal pizza is like... 14? Yeah. 14, 17. That's not bad. Yeah, so it wasn't crazy long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Charlie did a pepperoni and Italian sausage mm-hmm. and mine was chicken artichoke with, uh, with the garlic sauce instead mm-hmm. of, but it was the best Papa Murphy's I've ever had. Really? Yeah. The dough got like, because you had so much more of the dough exposed, mm-hmm. it wasn't soggy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really crisped up. It was still kind of fluffy and um under that crust but yeah it was super good Mm. and it was super fun just to watch him like i was coaching him kind of like you did with damon of like Uh all right this is what like watch me do this one Mm -hmm. and then you do it and then you do it yep and man he just freaking he crushed it yeah yeah i was super proud of him he's he is incredibly hard on himself yeah like if anything goes wrong like it He's just so hard on himself. Mm. Um, so for him to one want to try something new, mm. and two do it on camera, like knowing that I was going to put it out for the world to watch, uh-huh. um, super proud dad moment. Yeah, dude, seriously, like Damon's Damon's very similar. Pretty hard on himself. Gets like very nervous if things are going to go wrong, and it man, it literally will bring a tear to your eye just watching your kids do something you love and be enjoying it and hopefully feeling a little more confident about it and stuff like that. So yeah, we need to make more videos with our kids. Well, they also perform way better than anything way that we do. Better, dude. Way better. Yeah. yeah. So they must just be more likable than us. 
I have no <laughs> doubt they're more loud. like I'm. I'm a grumpy person. I yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, hmm. but yeah, so that was super fun and like it was a total spur of the minute thing of, um, we've got some family in town. My my aunt came into town for for Easter and mm-hmm. we had been over there and my parents' car was that because they've been back and forth through the canyon with all the snow like their blue car looked chalky white almost it had so much salt i was like eh, i'm gonna go wash this mm-hmm. um and I'm, I'm not that good of a kid like they've got a membership at quick quack i just needed to drive it through it's not like i actually did anything hmm. um but i was like oh look at papa murphy's <laughs> like it just a total women um it was a really cool thing so yeah Further, uh, further evidence. Do you watch Ted Lasso? No, I want to. I don't have Apple Plus. I've watched like uh, everything YouTube has to offer on it, but we uh, we can talk later. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's got language, but uh, right. has, and it's less like I don't know. We could have a whole conversation about this one day, but. It is cultural language. It's not like vulgar language, in That's my opinion. Kind of what I've what I've heard and what I understand. Um, yeah, people in the UK just they talk different. They like the F word, man. Mm-hmm. They like it a lot. Um, but it there's some like great life lessons and like even some mm-hmm. leadership principles in that show, like. Um, but I love it when you find a show that's kind of got like some hidden messages. Yeah. But there's a great clip. I'm sure you've seen it on, on YouTube about being curious. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just, man, be curious. Like you find some great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so try something new. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Do it. YouTube. Do it. Apple podcasts. Yeah. Do it. Spotify. I don't know where we're at. Do it. Twitter. Get that verified check mark. We're actually, I think Twitter's like the only place we're not. Man. But, All right. Well, I mean, we're not on TikTok either. But no, that's true. We probably should be on. I hate TikTok. I know. We've talked about this. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh. All right. Well. I think we've reached that point. We're starting to make dad jokes. <laughs> we got to be done, man. <laughs> oh. Did you know that 10 plus 10... And 11 plus 11 are the same thing. You're a math teacher. I know. I I don't think this is true. 10 plus 10 equals? 20. 11 plus uh, 11 equals? 22. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, until next time, everybody. <laughs> I'm John. And I'm confused. And this is Fat Guys <laughs> with Smokers. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of Fat Guys with Smokers. Don't forget to like, subscribe.